Welcome to Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. Your host is Jackie McLennigan. In this program, we'll show you how to make your marketing plan work by helping you stand out and become a bigger player in your industry. Are you ready? Here's your host, Jackie McLennigan. Today we are talking legitimately about how to stand out from the crowd. And one of the most important tools that people have to uh, build their business and to make that impact is with our personal branding. Um, what it does is it you know, promotes trust, it gets that recognition, it has that effect of connection. Yet I'm finding that many people have a hard time understanding and articulating what their brand actually is or what it stands for. So thankfully, today we have with us Coach Misty, who is a passionate entrepreneur and business owner. She's empowered many small, small businesses to succeed with her uh, branding, with her coaching, with her marketing background. She has a formal education in marketing, over two decades of speaking and training, and more importantly, she has a lot of that real life in the trenches business experience. So Misty knew she had to share her insider secrets to success with other small business owners. And with this, this desire to share her experience and her expertise, Misty created two businesses. One is your marketing coach, an educational firm that teaches entrepreneurs how to bootstrap their way to success. And the other is Pug Shop Designs, which is a unique service company that provides entrepreneurs and agencies the graphics that they need to take their brand from Pugly to Pugtastic. <laughs> I love that. Welcome, Misty. Thanks, Jackie. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited too. And I want to know before we even get going, how did you even come up with the name um, Pug Shop Designs? Because I love it. Oh, thank you. Uh, actually, everybody asks that. We we <laughs> actually do indeed have a pug. Um, we also have a beagle. He gets no credit, you know, and he's a great dog. But um, we have a pug. Her name is Sammy. And so we named the business after her. Oh, so you have a favorite dog. That's what you're trying to tell me here. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, hopefully they don't know the difference. <laughs> hopefully they don't know. Well, I guess you can't save from uh, your brand from bugly to bugletastic. It doesn't make as much sense. I get it. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you you have this formal education in marketing, but what kind of led you down this path? Why do you why did you start becoming a marketing coach and branding expert? You know that so I have actually been an entrepreneur my entire life. I seriously can remember I was in the first grade and you know how when normal kids get out get let out for recess, they run to the, you know, the monkey bars or the swings and or start chasing each other? Yeah. Not me. I would find the nearest tree, sit under it in the shade, and I would do one of two things. I would either draw pictures that I could sell, or I would, I would be standing there and selling the pictures that I drew at the last recess. So, uh, like, my entrepreneurship, back to the first grade. <laughs> you know what? I get you. It's so funny because I got goosebumps. Pretty much that entrepreneurial spirit is something you're completely born with. And I had my first business was created on a playground, too. <laughs> you know, nice. I, I know. I know it's what we do. My mom said it was funny. She would take me to the playground and I would just have kids lined up and I wanted them to do what I wanted them to do. I was probably more like, um, you know, just bossy, but <laughs> I get you. I've never been an, anything but an entrepreneur as well. Um, yep. so, um, 
you know, there's a lot of people out there who they want to do branding, they want to do marketing in their company, but they have a hard time defining what branding actually is. So what would you say is the difference between marketing and branding? Yeah, so, you know, you know, a complete brand strategy goes way beyond the graphical elements, which is what most people think about when they think about branding. Yeah. Um, so when you think about an overall brand strategy, what we want to think about is the entire customer experience. So it's everything from our story to our mission, vision, our promise, um, our positioning, our personality, the way we communicate, all of it. Yeah, I love that. I love marketing too, because I think there's so many unique skills that we have to use. And I, I talk about that all the time, personality marketing, creativity, communication, writing. But I like that you've kind of put this all together into, uh, you've just recently created a brand strategy template with nine steps. Is that correct? I did. Um, so I actually created this for Infusionsoft. And right. they, they said, Missy, I, we love what you teach. Can you put this into a tangible asset that we could, you know, give to customers because they struggle with this? And so I put this together and it walks through the nine steps or mm-hmm. nine elements of branding. Nine elements of branding. That's exciting. Are you willing to share those with us today? Oh, heck yeah, totally. Yeah. So All right. I, 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 <laughs> I've broken it down into nine elements. And so it starts with your defining um, what is your brand story? Uh, then it goes on to what is your, your brand's mission, what is it your vision, your okay. promise, mm-hmm. your positioning, your personality, your communication, and then lastly, which everybody always thinks this is what branding's all about, then lastly comes in the graphics and the style of, of what your brand looks like. And it kind of pulls all of that together and it reflects upon all the rest of it, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what it really does? Because um, it was actually Seth Godin that says, if you're authentic and then you, um, if you're authentic with your story, then all of the details line up. So your menu will match the food, which seamlessly integrates with your staff and your decor. So I think that's kind of what you're saying, but in a really tangible way. I like that. And speaking of story, how do you help people define that story? Because this is a... a creative and dynamic thing to find a company's brand. And I mean, I I know you know that from personal experience. How do you help people find that story? Yeah. So the first thing that I recommend is that um, a a person who's creating their brand, they identify what is their brand archetype. Um, This actually archetypes were based on um, a Swiss psychologist. His name is Carl Jung. It's Mm -hmm. spelled (laughs) J-U-N-G. So um, in Carl Jung's theory, basically what he said is that humans have a tendency to use symbolism to understand concepts. And so what Mm -hmm. he did is he identified that there's 12 basic archetypes, Mm -hmm. and each each archetype has a powerful identity um, that has its own set of characteristics, values, attitudes, and behaviors. So when you look at big brands like um, Nike, they mm-hmm. have ad- adapted an, or chosen an archetype for their brand, and that is what molds and identifies um, what, how their brand communicates to, to their ideal audience. Mm-hmm. So Nike. That's the first so, step that I recommend. I like that. I'm going to guess. Tell me if, how, if I'm getting this or not. So with something like Nike, their archetype might be, well, I think of that heroic athlete that's, you know, like the Olympian that overcomes obstacles and challenges and rises to the top of their game. 
Is that correct? <laughs> you are spot on. So spot one on. of the archetypes is is called the hero. And ah. the hero, the goal of the hero is to ha- to improve the world, right? So their their traits are to be courageous, bold, honorable, strong, confident, inspirational, those types of things. Yeah. And so what they what that that is exactly what Nike, you know, when you look at Nike from from their logo to their mm-hmm. tagline to who they choose to represent their brand, they mm-hmm. that is exactly a reflection of who they are. Yeah. And you know, um, I think because I'm a small business owner, like a lot of people out there listening, and I've gone through a lot of challenges with that because you want to get stuff out there and you don't necessarily think that brand is the most important step in the process. And do you find that a challenge? Is that something that you hear as well? You know what I do? I I think that we kind of skip over it and we go something like, yeah, 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 I've heard that before. And we kind of just move on. Because yeah. we don't realize how important it is. But here's what I found. When I work with small businesses, um, mm-hmm. if they don't have a brand established, here's what they do. They sit down in front of Facebook and they go, I don't know what to post. I don't know <laughs> what to say. I don't know what to do. And the reason yeah. is, is because they lack clarity in who they are. And when yeah. they lack clarity in that, they, they, don't, they don't know how to communicate. And right. they don't know what's acceptable to their market. And they so... Yeah. And they're attracting all different types of people and there's no consistency. So it's really a struggle for them. It is. And I think too, though, because I've been through that process as well, but I think that, um, it's better than not doing it. You know, it's good to get out there because then you start to see what you attract. And if you're doing things right at this point, you can start to go back and you can start to look at what patterns are coming, coming my way. What is it that I really love talking about? What is it that means something to me? Um, is that correct too? Do you think that's a fair assessment? Well, you know me. I'm an A-type personality. I like I do things and then look back and go, "Oh crap! I probably should have had a plan." <laughs> like yeah, totally. entrepreneur. So, <laughs> so I'm 100 on board with you. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. And it's been really um, enjoyable for me lately because I'm actually hiring you, as you know, uh, to do some <laughs> some changing of my brand because I have this. I love people when they have their photos on their website because we really do connect with the person a lot of times, especially, mm-hmm. you know, when the, the business owner's hands-on. And I have a very nice, lovely picture of me looking normal. <laughs> and we all know that's not accurate. <laughs> Well, we so, know you're always beautiful. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, well, that's nice. Thank you. But I mean, honestly, it just feels like, uh, I think somebody recently called it milk toast and that was actually pretty good. <laughs> good, good thing. Um, so what are some of the archetypes besides the hero? Yeah, so um, let me give you a couple of examples. One sure. of them is called the jester. Um, and actually, the jester I've adapted to Pug Shop. And, it, you know, for those who actually go out there and kind of check it out, you'll, you'll see that this reflecting. So the goal of the jester is to bring joy to the world. Their, oh. their traits or characteristics is that they're fun. They have a sense of humor. They're lighthearted. They're mis- mischievous, if I can say the word. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if you think about it, like Ben and Jerry's, the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Their their brand is reflective of the jester. Um, actually, Xbox One is also following the the characteristic of a jester as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. I, yeah, um, I think I want to be the jester. I think that's like my vibe too. Would you think that's accurate? Oh, it, it couldn't be <laughs> more be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I found my archetype, the jester. <laughs> yep. 
Absolutely. And then you've got like the outlaw, right? Completely opposite. They're the people that love to break the rules and they, they resist authority and they, they like to pave their own way, right? So they're mm-hmm. rebellious, they're wild. Um, and the, the brand that would best represent that, that comes to mind for me as the outlaw is Harley mm-hmm. Davidson, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are bad, bad, beep people. <laughs> <laughs> Badass. Mofo. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. See, I was being an outlaw right there. Hopefully that translated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? What else you got for archetypes? Maybe just a okay. couple more. Uh, what else? Let's think. Oh, the everyman. Let's let's talk about the everyman, right? That really connects with a lot of um, folks. The, so the goal of the everyman is to belong and to connect with others and have a sense of community, right? And mm-hmm. so their traits are to be down-to-earth, supportive, faithful, um, the person next door, the friend next door. And mm-hmm. so a brand that, that reflects that kind of um, archetype would be Home Depot, right? Oh, yeah. The everyman yeah. guy who, who's got the, the to-do list to do on the weekend, and they go to Home Depot to get what they need. So right. that, nice. that would be another perfect example. Yeah. What yeah. do you, you know, if a person's choosing their archetype, how... How do they just make that decision? Because you said the first thing you want to do is you want to define your brand archetype. Is that because that's something about them? It's how they are personally? Or is it because they've made that choice specifically? How does that get decided? You know what? That's a great question because um, actually, as you mentioned, I own two different businesses. One is your marketing coach, and that brand archetype is more of the hero right? Because mm-hmm. it's more reflective of my personality, my personal personality, mm-hmm. where Puck Shop is more of the jester and having fun. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to reflect the individual, mm-hmm. but it definitely has. So, so the way I explain it is that brands are, are becoming more and more human-like every day. So mm-hmm. even Starbucks, Harley-Davidson. So, you know, we all heard, we've heard this before. People do business with people they know, like, and trust, Right. right? So your brand is a personification of a human. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a real human. It, it has a name. It has a personality. It has a character. It has a reputation. It has all of right. those things. And the archetype is, the, is a reflection of that. And it, and it may be, if you're a solopreneur, that may be reflective of who you are. Mm-hmm. But like as Nike, you know, there's no one individual that decided this is you know, it's going to be a reflection of me. <laughs> Can you imagine all these super tall yeah. athletic people who work at Nike walking around with triumphant music at, blaring through the hallways? <laughs> right? That would be hilarious. No, that would be but hilarious. It's a, but it's, it's absolutely a personification of who their market is. Right. Right? It's a reflection. Yeah. And, and they fit perfectly with that community because yeah. they picked the archetype that connects with that community best. I agree because even when I buy myself a fancy pair of Nike sneakers, I think I look so fast in these right now. <laughs> you put them on and you can, you know, try the persona on for yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, one more, maybe one more before we go to the break. Do you have another archetype you could maybe define? I can. Oh, mm-hmm. let's go with the lover, right? Ooh. So the goal <laughs> of the lover is create intimacy and inspire love. So their, their characteristics or traits are passionate, sensual, intimate, romantic. So when I say that, who do you think of? Um, me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Teasing. Um, passionate. Hmm. Lover. You, lover. Uh, some kind of, 
I don't know. I'm blanking here. <laughs> okay, so Godiva chocolate. I was going to say chocolate. I swear I was. <laughs> how about, how about Victoria's Secret, right? right, right I mean, right, they couldn't right. be any more of a representation of that. Oh, I love that. That is 100% true. Oh, you threw me. I'm supposed to ask the questions. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I love that. I think that's really cool to, you know, have that starting point for people. And I think that just put a lot of clarity around it for me because I never actually, when I was starting out, sat down and thought, hmm, I wonder what the, the brand archetype would be for my company. But I do love that. When we come back in just a, a few minutes here, we're going to go over some of the other uh, components of your brand strategy template. And I'm very excited to hear them. So we'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. There are two types of leaders in business. Those who are nice, compassionate people. And frankly, they are the people who fail to get a lot done. Then there are those who can get everything done and so much more. But they are greedy, unethical, and self-centered. The Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks finds a way to use the best of both types of leaders to help you create a dynamic roadmap to success. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned into Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. To reach Jackie or her guest today, we invite you to call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Jackie M at purepotentials.com. Now, back to Extreme Exposure. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we are talking with Misty Cortez, and she is uh, the owner of Pug, Pugly, <laughs> Pug Shop Designs, and also she's a marketing coach. Sorry, Misty. Um, we were going That's over okay. how <laughs> the, nine, uh, the nine elements of her brand strategy template that she's just created, and we were talking about different archetypes and how you start with uh, defining your archetype and creating that story for your brand, which is really cool. I love that. Misty, do... Do you think it's a wise move for people to emulate a brand out there or, you know, what do you recommend around that? Yeah. So I think that it's a good idea for you to, once you're looking at the 12 archetypes, you can um, relate 
to, you know, the Harley Davidson being the outlaw, Victoria's Secret being the lover. And, and you can look at them and say, you know, I'm more like maybe Victoria's Secret than I am Ben and Jerry's. And that mm-hmm. helps you kind of a, kind of see yourself in those brands. But what I wouldn't recommend that you do is don't mimic someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best branding is authentic branding. Be mm-hmm. yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you don't want to copy someone else. You want to be your authentic self. That's the best. Yeah, I like that. And that kind of ties into your next step or your next element, which is mission. Can you go on ahead and tell us a little bit about that step? Yeah. So your brand mission is really, I define it as what is your passion? You know, what, why are you, why do you do what you do? Why do you offer what you offer? What's, I mean, what's the reason, you know, the purpose and mission behind it? And, um, and then what you want to do is you want to connect your, your brand story. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you end up here? Who is your brand's hero? Uh, so that's your brand story. You want to connect your brand story to your mission. Mm. So it's really like, it's kind of like watching a movie unfold, right? Mm-hmm. You, right? You get an introduction to the character. You kind of see their characteristics. And then all of a sudden you see the reason and their purpose for being, right? And that's mm-hmm. the mission. And then what... Will your perfect customer avatar, which is what, in other words, for target market, how yeah. will they benefit from your mission? Why right. should they even follow you or care about you? Yeah. A lot of people have these, um, you know, maybe very uh, personal stories that lead them to start a business or something like that, but some people don't. Um, what would happen if somebody didn't have a big, uh, you know, huge, compelling reason why they wanted to do this? Maybe it was more like, for myself personally, I really love fun, humor, and creativity. These are core values within me. I don't know why they exist, but I know they do very strongly. So how would you translate that story into a mission for someone? Okay, so first of all, I believe everything happens for a reason. So we are where we are today because Mm -hmm. of our story or our milestones in our life. So even if you take a big brand like Starbucks, it Mm -hmm. started for a reason. There is a story behind every brand. The the, the challenge is is most of us haven't really stopped to take the time to say, how did I end up here? (laughs) Why am I even doing what I do? do I've said that a lot of times, but I've did it more like this. How did I end up here? Why did I do that? Does that count? <laughs> it, it does. And I think sometimes we have that question. We, you know, we get our head down, we get to work, we do what we, what we love to do, but we look up one day and we look around and we go, how the heck did I end up here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's in a completely different place. Yeah. I think it's funny too how I've seen a lot of things in my life just come completely full circle where you just have to pick up and acquire skills along the way and then you go, wow, I can't believe this all came back to this point where I started out from. You know, I, do you see that a lot as well? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So I think that every brand has a story. You just mm-hmm. need to take the time and that's where I come in and I, I go, okay, so tell me, tell me, like, tell me about yourself. Tell me how you ended up here. How did you start the business? Why did you start it? Why did you choose to serve the market you choose? And when we dig, when we dig deep into that, that's when we uncover the best marketing, the, the, the marketing that will truly, truly connect with mm-hmm. your audience because it's, it's real. Yeah, I love that. And it can't get that. any better than that. I love that. And then you go into the vision. And so what's that all about? So when, it, when I coach on vision, I say, I just ask one simple question. If there were no obstacles in your way, you had unlimited 
skills, talents, abilities, and resources, what would your business look like? Like, mm-hmm. what, is, what is the perfect, what is your perfect bu- business? And from that vision, we are able to um, break off the pieces of how, how does this fit to our market, our mission, our story, our promise, mm-hmm. and, and, and the direction on which, which we're heading, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's getting the entrepreneur outside of working in their business and get them to work on their business for a moment. Mm-hmm. And, and say, you know, where are we going and how are we going to get there? Right. I love that. And you kind of alluded to promise, which was your next component. And so your vision would be, this is what you're, you know, this is what you want kind of thing. But this is almost like you're taking it after this and going, here's what they get from what I want. So what is the, yeah. what, you know, how do you dig the promise out of your clients? So the promise comes from what are you what are you promising to deliver to your target audience consistently? Mm-hmm. Where do you, you know, what do you want to be known for is another way to kind of put that. If you, I'll use a really bad example because it's the only one that's coming to mind right now. <laughs> Walmart. Walmart mm-hmm. made a promise and they were very clear about it. They said, this is our promise. Our promise right. is low prices, right? And so it's crystal clear in, in their target audience's mind on what they can expect. Yeah. And I want to go to Walmart. I want to get cheap stuff. <laughs> exactly. And, and here's the deal. The beauty of, of having clarity in your brand's promise and the overall brand in general is that it's going to turn some off and turn some on. And that's, that's when you know you're onto something because it separates, it separates everybody and, 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 and leads them in the right direction. Because mm-hmm. now there's clarity. If I want, if I want low prices and cheaper products, I go to Walmart. But if mm-hmm. I want, you know, better quality products, um, you know, I go, I go to a higher end brand that, that has a, a different promise to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I love that. You know what I really liked? And I think this is just a question I'm going to ask people because I love it so much. What do you want to be known for? I love that. That is such a yeah. good question. And it's, yeah. And you know what? I even take it a step further and I say, if you were in a restaurant and you could, you, you've seen two of your clients kind of talking in the corner, right? And right. you could overhear what they were saying. What would make your heart sing that they said about you? Like you just oh. go, man, this just, this just made my day, my year, my month, whatever. Yeah. I love that. You know, I, I know that I just, I love when people laugh. I love laughter so much. So I think that's a really important um, part of it for myself personally. I think that that whole idea of getting something, giving something, no matter what kind of um, exchange you're having, you know what I mean? Anytime you interact with somebody, if you're interacting with my company, I hope you take something away. If it's a laugh, if it's a, a little gem or something you can use in your business, that's what I want to give them. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yep. So that, well, I that's say. what the gestures do, right? They bring joy to the world. They're yeah. fun. They have a sense of humor. They're lighthearted and they're mischievous. That couldn't, oh, yeah. like, that couldn't depict you any more perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I like <Seriously>. that. <laughs> I like that very much. Positioning. We too. yeah. So, are you talking about positioning in the sense of where are you going to put your marketing materials, or is it even more in depth than that? So actually, even before positioning, if I could, uh, I'm backing you up, yeah. brand proof. So when, when you make a promise, you have to prove it, oh, right? Because okay. I think that's a missing piece. A lot of times we'll make a promise. And then when I ask the, like when I ask my clients, well, how do you prove that? Mm-hmm. That, that takes your mindset into a whole new level of like, 
how, how do we back up what our promise is? Okay. And then I'll fast forward to brand positioning. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Now I got to back you up because now I want to know what if it's a brand new business just starting out and they come and work with you and they have no history of success yet. How do they prove it? Well, they still have to prove it because if you're going to make a promise, how are you going to deliver it? Right. What's your intention, right? Mm -hmm. So whether you've been in business or just going into business, you still have to show proof of validity of that. This is how we deliver on our promise. I know, but it's so funny because not people don't always do this. There was a, this woman and she was a really nice woman and she came to me and she wanted a speaking opportunity and she wanted to talk about, um, profits for her clients. She wanted to have this seminar on profits, but she said, but I can't pay you because I'm very broke right now. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, how yeah. can you talk about profits? Then it just doesn't make any sense. And you do exactly. see that time and time again, right? So I love that. And you know what? Here's the thing. The truth comes out, whether it's intentional or not, people mm-hmm. know that. And that's unfortunately why some businesses struggle. You yeah. know, I hear businesses all the time when I say, you know, what makes you different than the rest of your competition? And, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to dig for that, that promise, right? And they right. go, oh, it's our customer service. And I say, great. How do you prove that? Yeah. Well, what do you yeah. mean? And, they're, and they're, so if it's a painter, he goes, well, I show up on time. I said, you should. That's not customer <laughs> service. That's delivery. <laughs> I'm in, there. <laughs> that's, like, right? that's like Starbucks handing my coffee and saying, hey, good news today. It's fresh. Well, yeah. duh. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> that's that's so not what. That's not a promise. That's what you're supposed to do. That's yeah. the only thing going to keep you in business, right? Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, positioning. Okay, so positioning. Um, so you have to ask yourself. You know, will your what space do you want your brand to occupy in the mind of the customer? So, in, in other words, what makes you different, right? Mm-hmm. But it's but the thing is, is you can only occupy one space. It, um, I'll give you an example, uh, Heinz ketchup, right? Mm-hmm. When you hear the term Heinz, you automatically know ketchup, right? Right. But actually Heinz, they, they make relish and mustard and other mm-hmm. condiments. Mm-hmm. But in the mind of the consumer, they are positioned as the leader in ketchup. Right? Yeah, there are no other kinds. Exactly. My family <laughs> would agree because at any time I try to sneak a different kind in, they're like, what is this crap? <laughs> right? I know. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, when it, com- when it comes to positioning, it's what are you, what one thing are you known for? And mm-hmm. like for me, that's mm-hmm. why we created Pug Shop because Pug Shop, we, we were known as phenomenal designers. Mm-hmm. And so it just made logical sense to position that business around, well, we, we take your pugly graphics and make them pugtastic. Right? <laughs> I love that. You know, yeah. um, speaking of that, I was at a mastermind over the, the weekend and one of the, why? Well, <laughs> I'm not supposed to say anything. There's a whole confidentiality thing here. <laughs> Did you Uh-oh. see that? I was going to broadcast confidentiality right clean on the air. I, I will make this much more subterfuge here. But basically... The whole concept was somebody wanted to bring something personal into their branding because it they love it. But on the other hand, is that something that um, you know she was the the woman was just worried about being careful because it didn't have that much to do with exactly what she was um, what her business is. But when you, I'm talking to you, you're talking about your dog and you have this personal thing. So I would think that this would be a great thing to do. It would it would be if. 
if your brand is reflective of your you as a person. So if you've chosen mm. like with you know, I again, I have two different businesses. Each one has a different archetype, but mm-hmm. both of them are connected to me because I am, when you read my emails or blog posts, like I'm witty and funny and, you know, mm-hmm. I incorporate that. Um, and then on, on the flip side of it, like I'm pulling in personal elements also into our brand. Not mm-hmm. everybody knows that. It's yeah. kind of like, did you know that Misty's dog? You know, <laughs> and so there's kind of that little insider thing too, kind of going on, which makes you kind of the in club. And I even reference yeah. it in my emails. That makes yeah. you, that makes you one of the cool kids. <laughs> I love that. But that's how I, I mean, I really feel passionate and strongly about that demographic of that small business owner, the entrepreneur, the solopreneur. And I feel that it's one of the most beautiful things is that you get to know them personally, because who isn't extremely passionate when they're an entrepreneur. They're just that go-getting type A people. They take those risks, they quit their jobs, they throw it there out there and they go for it. And I love that so much, right? Yeah. And I think more often than not, like you said, most of us are going to pick an archetype that's closest to who we are as a person if you're a mm-hmm. solo opener or a small business. But and I I may even I don't know, I've never done the research, but maybe you could backtrack that Nike even began from the same type of Maybe the person who created Nike was his archetype or her archetype was the hero. And Mm -hmm. it it was reflective of them. Now, though, now their brand is reflective of thousands and thousands of people who work for that brand because (sighs) they just naturally attracted like. Because like attracts like, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I had the this amazing experience. I live in Calgary and it's an oil town and and there's a lot of stuff going on with oil and gas right now. But before when things were going better, (laughs) we had a, um, an event and the there was this oil and gas company that hired or had, you know, all of the spouses and and employees and everybody renting out this very fancy hotel. And it was just packed. Every room was packed of the hotel and they had all of the old presidents of this company come back. And what was so Mm -hmm. cool was they were, this was their 50th anniversary. So some of these guys were in their 90s, right? And wow. they, I know, and they started as seven guys who got together in a garage and decided to make this widget company, right? And he awesome. got up on the stage, right? And there's culture and there's corporate and there's all the things that happen in a big business. But he's looking at this crowd of people and he said, I can't believe this. You guys are like all my children. <laughs> You know what I mean? It was just, it meant something more to him because he was like one of the original entrepreneurs and I was like crying. And, Aww, know, I know it was that's so amazing. great. Yeah. And I love there's that. There's nothing better to build a business like that as he's seen to come back and go like it still exists to the core yeah. of what we started. That's, that's so fun. I know. I love that. And I just, I love seeing when things grow into a place that people want to, to take it and how, you know, speaking of that, we only have a couple minutes here before the next commercial break, but would you think that a company that has that kind of growth, is that affect their brand um, positively, negatively? When's it time to rebrand? You know what? That's a, that's a great question. Actually, here's, here's the thing. If you ha- are clear on your brand, on who your brand is um, and their characteristics, you will and, it, and it's in, it's part of your core values, and it's reflective of that. You're going to attract people that that you know mesh ni- nicely with that. If mm-hmm. you're not clear on who you are, you have a hodgepodge of different people with different ideas and 
I'm not talking about creative ideas. I'm talking about negative, pulling, pulling the brand apart rather than pulling it together in a synergistic way. Right. So it's so important that as when you decide that you're going to really grow your business, that you are clear in the branding. You know, at first you you can get started and and um you know be that A type personality, but eventually you've got to you got to have clarity in this area so that you can synergistically grow and attract the right people. So yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think that's really interesting. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about that core values, right? Um, well, yeah. who's, I heard that one time, you shouldn't hire for skills, you should hire for values? Hire for values. Hire yeah. for values. Hire and yeah. fire. Hire, hire. fire. Yeah, interesting. Well, I love that. Well, we're going to go to our next commercial break. And then we, when we come back, we'll go through the next three of your nine elements. And we'll see you in a minute. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel, and get Amplified. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. What if every day was a good day for business? Because every decision you made was the best choice. What if you could receive regular input from credible sources and could acquire all the precise information you need exactly when you need it so you can make the right decision every single time? Because There's More challenges you to make better decisions. Join Laura Ellis every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, and 2 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Business Channel and learn how to think differently for better decisions, better business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned into Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. To reach Jackie or her guest today, we invite you to call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Jackie M. at purepotentials.com. Now, back to Extreme Exposure. Welcome back. We're here with Misty, Coach Misty, and we're talking about her brand strategy template that she's created and the nine awesome steps. And we were just talking about your positioning. And now we're moving into the next step, which is all about personality, which I don't know what you're going to say here, but I'm very excited because I think that putting your own personality into your marketing is really important. So what did you, what did it mean to you when you wrote about this? 
I, I, I agree. Like, I think, like I said before the break, I think it, that most small business owners and solopreneurs, um, their brand is going to be reflective of them, uh, mm-hmm. just simply because it just, it's, it's the easiest thing to do. It makes the most sense. And uh, I think it's important to understand that, you know, when you make a decision of who your brand archetype is, that you have to be okay that you got to, to turn some on, you got to turn some off, you know, mm-hmm. cause you're, you're planting your fag and, and you're saying, Hey, this is who we are, like it or not. Yeah. And this is who yeah. we're going to be consistently. I like that. I liked what you were saying on the break too, that everyone didn't get a chance to hear <laughs> where you were talking about that personality. Um, why don't you explain that, how that personality affects your, your hiring and your company process? Well, once you identify who, you, what your archetype is and, and what your brand's personality is and how you communicate, now all of a sudden it becomes very easy to go, you know, if, like if you're the jester, like Jackie, right? Fun, loving, carefree, jokester, right? But mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're a negative Nancy, you are absolutely not going to make a great client. You are absolutely not going to make a great employee for the company. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just easier to identify who doesn't fit as well as who does fit. Right. Yeah. So having yeah. clarity makes business so much easier. I love that. Um, and you kind of alluded to it already. That whole communication. Now, I think um, that's just a huge ball of wax because in marketing, in branding, communication isn't just the stuff you write. It's the platforms you use. What did you mean when you wrote this into your your uh, strategy template? Yeah. So in my in my template, I, when I talk about brand communication. As a business owner, we have a tendency to talk about the um, features of our product or service, meaning the details. I give you an hour-long consultation or, um, you know, just the, the details of the features instead of, the, instead of focusing on the benefits. So what I coach people to do is let's, let's write out all the features of what you deliver, but what your customer is in what your customer cares about is what is the benefit to me? If I decide to move forward with you, what am I going to get from this relationship? That's what Mm -hmm. they're focused on. Mm -hmm. So I need to get them thinking about benefits rather than features. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the way that I do that is I talk about, you know, how does your customer feel before they meet you? And then how do, how do they feel after they meet you? And Mm -hmm. I really get them to explain to me, the details of that. So that way we can identify opportunities for us to communicate with them on their level. Mm -hmm. How how is that different than the whole uh, promise concept? You know what I mean? Because they seem a little bit similar, but I know because it's branding that the nuances are so important, but maybe just kind of let me know what the difference between the promise and the communication is. Yeah. So the promise is saying, this is what we're going to deliver consistently. Okay. And the communication actually says, this is the benefit. It's communicating the benefit mm-hmm. um, that they're going to receive uh, mm-hmm. if they do business with you. Okay. So so the overarching, we're going to always have um, amazing uh, service. Like our service is going to be top shelf, outstanding. And then the communication would be, we're going to do this through sending you uh, emails every five minutes and be your very best friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was so, a, the example I used. <laughs> yeah. It works perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> but is that kind of what you mean? It's more of the, you're digging down underneath that umbrella of the big promise and breaking down, um, not the how you're going to do it, but more the, um, 
you know, I just want to, I just want to get this. I'm, I'm struggling a little I, bit here I with get, this. I hear you. So let's go back to Walmart, right? Okay. Walmart's promise is that we're going to deliver low prices, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, when it comes to the communication, part of what they say is, listen, we're, we are behind that promise so much so that we will actually, if you can find a price cheaper somewhere else, and I hate that word, <laughs> we will we'll match it. Mm-hmm. We'll match oh. the price of someone else. So they made the promise, you're gonna, we guarantee low prices, but their communication said, if you find a price cheaper, we'll match it. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that. And ironically, and- the last step, oh, sorry, were you going to say something more? Oh, no. And I was just going to say, it actually overlaps to proof, right, too? Yeah. How do they prove that they're going to always deliver low prices? Well, yeah. because they, they do things like price promising. So they, they guarantee, like, you're going to get the lowest price. Right. I love that. Um, and then the last part of this uh, strategy template is graphics. And this is funny because this is almost always where people start. <laughs> right? I know. Why do they do that? Why do people know? start on Yeah. Yeah, you want me to share with you the real truth? And I share this with my customers all the time. I say, your logo is not, is just not that important. (laughs) It's just not. (laughs) I know. And and, and then the jaw drops to the table and goes, what do you mean? This is what you do for a living. What I mean by that is (laughs) you need consistency when it comes to your brand style. And when I'm I'm referring to style, I'm I'm referring to the graphical elements that reflect your brand's personality, the logo, the color palette, the the fonts that you choose, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But why I say your logo is just not that important, because nobody gives a crap what your logo really looks like, as Mm -hmm. long as when they get where you have directed them, that they see that there's consistency. Mm. But here's what what most entrepreneurs and small business owners do. They make their logo the biggest graphic on the page. (laughs) Drives me insane. I'm like, (laughs) can it just be a little thing in the left-hand corner so they know they've at least landed where they were supposed to? Right. (laughs) Why not make a picture of your customer bigger, right? The personality. And and highlight the benefits, not your logo. Your logo Mm -hmm. just doesn't matter. It's so funny you say that because I was thinking to your example of Starbucks and I was thinking I when I see that logo because I look for that logo sometimes when I'm out of town and I'm thinking I got to see her she's around here somewhere <laughs> I know it and when I see that logo I'm very excited but not because I, I love the logo it's because I'm going to have delicious coffee soon <laughs> a really <Right>? big one <laughs> yeah you know, I, I hear I, everything so I'm originally from Michigan as I told you but my, my family's half Canadian, and we love Tim Hortons. Timmy's, and we're going back in June to visit Michigan, so we can't wait to see the Timmy's logo. <laughs> so we feel like that about Timmy's. <laughs> All right. Well, then, important question, being a Canadian, what is your favorite donut from Tim Hortons? Oh, the um, the sour cream glazed. Oh, oh classic. Yeah. Classic move. Right? I love it. It's up there for sure, but I would have to say honey crueler if I was asked that same question. Oh, my husband likes those. He loves the crullers. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So how do you determine, because um, I'm sure that with your company, people come to you all the time and they go, can you design me a logo? Can you make me this graphic? What's your process for that? If they're, you know, maybe they haven't gone through all of the different nine steps. Is that something you walk them through? It is. So actually, to be honest with you, we don't, 
we don't actually offer logo services. I just want to be transparent uh, <laughs> to the general public. You actually have to be part of the pug club to get those services. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh, pug club. <laughs> yes. What's a pug club? Um, so, <laughs> yep, the pug club. And and once you're part of the pug club, you get access to a secret vault of services, which happens oh. to be a br- where you get the branding strategy template. And, and when a person says, hey, Missy, we need, you know, I need a logo as long as you're part of the pug club, we actually walk them through an online, like, um, process that mm-hmm. helps us identify their likes and dislikes when it comes to their logo design. Um, and by giving them this template, it also helps kind of lay that foundation so they're thinking about their logo in the right frame of mind, mm-hmm. right? So they're first picking their archetype, and now when they go to their logo, they want they know that their their logo needs to represent their person, their brand's personality. Wow. So it's the education process we take them through, so that they're not choosing something that is unrelated to really what who they are. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so great. Um, one of the things I really like about what you've got going on is your business card. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And why don't you tell everyone what your business card is? Yeah. So we actually, so we've been doing um, design services for a few years now. Um, In just March of this year, we decided that we were going to break it off as its own business entity, uh, just because of the volume graphics that entrepreneurs need today. And Mm so um, we launched it at Icon, at Infusionsoft Icon of this year in March 2nd. And what we did is uh, we made a, we made a skit, like, a whole theme around that Sammy, our pug, was on the loose and she was giving away free design and that we were dressed up as detectives <laughs> trying to find Sammy before she gave it away to too many people. And so <laughs> it was really fun. Um, people got really engaged with it. They were taking selfies with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it I love it. Rock. It's a top secret thing. Um, before we get going here, because we're going to end the show, if people wanted to find you, I don't want it to be a top secret thing anymore. How would they find you and get a hold of you? Yeah, so they can go to pugshop.com for the pug services. And actually, the best thing to do, I I would like to give your audience a a free gift if if you're open to it. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so to get that, they can go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash brand. It's really super long. So it's yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash brand, and I'll give them the, the complete brand strategy template. It's like a 35-page document, but it simply walks them through how to, how to choose their archetype and all that good stuff that we talked about today. I love that. Yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash brand. Did I get that right? Yeah. Okay, yep. perfect. Yeah, I, I think that you do amazing work. I've seen, uh, you know, some of the other people that you've worked with. I'm really excited to to become part of the Pug Club. <laughs> and I'm, I think that's going to be amazing. Uh, before we close it up, just some fun questions for you. Uh, what would be some of your favorite brands and marketers? Oh, you know, brands. Oh, gosh, there's so many of them. I don't even know where to start. But I'll, I'll, let me go with the marketers. Okay. Uh, truthfully, I follow um, Amy Porterfield. I think she uh, does a fantastic job connecting with her audience, being authentic, um, and just shows up as, as an authentic self. I think she does a great job of doing that. Seth oh, Godin, nice. I mean, you know. Seth yeah. Awesome. <laughs> he's, he's the guru <laughs> of the gurus. We all love him. He's very cool. Yeah. Right. Exactly. For sure. And you don't have anything on brands? 
There's no favorite brands that you just love? Favorite Well, I, I love Timmy's. I love Starbucks. Right? I think everything has... <laughs> All the brands I can that are coming to mind are related to food. That tells you a lot about me. I'm definitely a foodie. <laughs> I okay, love that. So my husband, my husband recently bought a Jeep. So now we're uh-huh. Jeepsters. So here's what Jeepsters do: you don't wave to anybody on the road except for other Jeeps. Like <gasps> it's, a, it's. I can't it's believe that. That's a thing. I know. It's no, Misty, this is crazy because I at one time my brother waved to somebody on a motorcycle. Motorcyclists do that. And so yeah. I drive my little Q5, and when I see other Q5s and they're the same color as mine, I honk and wave at them. They don't get it. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's a club. It's a club. Yep. No, these Love guys it. don't get it. I think I've started my own club and nobody's in it but me, actually. And I think that people <laughs> just look at me like, why are you honking at me? Somebody, I got to spread the word here. If you're driving you a do. white Audi Q5 and I honk at you and wave, it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. I know. <laughs> it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll take a little time, but you'll get them. <laughs> I'll get them. This is a movement. This isn't even marketing. This is a movement. I have a it friend is. who started honking at them too, but she doesn't actually drive the same car, so it's even getting weirder. But, you know, that's another oh, story. Oh, that's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> what's, you know, what's your um, favorite part of your company? Oh, the fact that, you know what, it is reflective of us. And we have... Awesome. We have an awesome time communicating with our list. You know, sometimes you send out emails and you wonder if there's like it just goes to the abyss, like it just disappears or something. But um, last week I sent out an email that had uh, a song that I <laughs> I was actually write, like singing them a song, oh. only in written form. Love it. <laughs> I love that I can do that, and my <laughs> audience gets it and they think it's funny. I love yeah. that. <laughs> oh, I love that too. I really do. And I've really enjoyed having you on the show today. I think that you're amazing. I think that we've learned a lot of stuff and it's really good food for thought. So just to recap, um, Misty has created a brand strategy template that really helps people identify their story, their mission, vision, promise, uh, the positioning, the personality of the company, the um, communication, how they're going to communicate their brand values, and also how to choose really good graphics that are going to help you stand out. So Misty, thank you so much for joining us. Go check her out. She is awesome. Thanks for joining us this week on Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. We're here live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Your host, Jackie McClinigan, can't wait to bring you another show next week.